Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Hoops and Cards. This from our Basketball Cards 101 feature. I'm Gary, your host, and what a weekend it was. Hey, here in Northeast Ohio, that meant uh, Hall of Fame weekend with the enshrinement or the induction of Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, and I don't really care who else, but uh, (laughs) I hope you had a great weekend. Wow, exciting to see some of the NBA Rookie League stuff already about Jalen Green and LiAngelo Ball. I don't know if you pay attention to that stuff while you're busy watching Kevin Durant collect medals medals. But today on Basketball Cards 101, here I am uh, along with you in this first month of the NBA offseason looking at so many players I like, so many cards that I want to buy. And I I have confessed to you before, I deal with FOMO. I want every card. And uh, I know that I, well, I, I don't want cards of like Michigan football players. But other than that, I want every card I can, NBA card I can get my hands on. And I see a new release and I'm like, ooh, look at those select, you know, courtside rookies of LaMelo Ball. Look at the guys, look at the new stuff. And here I am with three card shows in the month of August going, I need to focus. So today's Basketball Cards 101 conversation has to do with focus, strategy, priorities, and uh, just what what are you doing? You know, game plan. Zero in on what your offseason is going to be like. So let's get after it. Yeah, I realize this Basketball Cards 101 is like a sub-series of my Hoops and Cards podcast, but I should probably name it something different or do like a different intro, like Basketball Cards 101. No, it's too cheesy, and I, I, um, you know, I just want to be able to focus a little bit on, if you are new to this basketball card collecting, sports cards investing, if you're trying to stick to the basics or brush up on what is current. That's why I'm doing Basketball Cards 101. One of the things that that I think is, that draws us to basketball cards is if you love basketball, if you love the NBA, you enjoy these players, you enjoy uh, following new rookie classes, and and if you paid any attention to the draft, and you know names like Jalen Suggs and Scotty Barnes and Mac McClung, boy, dude, highlights all over, then you, uh, you might love basketball cards and if you follow the NBA season standings and even read those way too early predictions on next year's NBA champ I mean so so here's what I do sometimes I get out the NBA standings and I go through because I'm thinking about cards investing collecting 
looking at how teams might be affected by drafts and free agency and trades. Got out my NBA standings a week ago, and you could go to any team in the league, any team, and you can find two or three, sometimes five players to get excited about when it comes to their future, when it comes to their card values. And if you do your math, like simple math tells us, what, at least three players on each team, even you, Orlando Magic, have three guys I would be curious, not quite excited about, but I think have potential to grow and potential as sleeper picks for basketball card buys. Uh, If you're curious who I'm thinking of, because it's slim pickings in the ORL, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, but Jalen Suggs. If he's the face of your franchise moving forward, maybe his maybe his rookie cards numbered parallel courtside whatever. Maybe a healthy Jonathan Isaac would be worth something if you've ever seen his stat lines when he does get healthy and Mo Bamba. Boy, what an intriguing prospect. Anyway, my point is, you know, without saying Cole Anthony's name, there's a bunch of guys on every NBA team. And I'm like, you know, I could convince myself to be all in for just about anybody. And yet, that's one way to become uh, a mile wide as far as guys I collect and an inch deep. Like, not really knowing... Because it's not just knowing those players or knowing the NBA or following box scores or eBay comps. It's it's also getting familiar with, uh, on the NBA side, a team, a franchise, a player, kind of what they have in mind for him and his potential, his ceiling, how he fits into their program long term you know do they view him as expendable or is he off limits when trade talks happen like then there's the basketball card side of things where are you focused in on certain sets and brands or inserts of cards or are you I'll buy anything that says Jaron Jackson Jr. on it and I have some players that I, I, I enjoy getting every possible card of LeBron James that I can. That's that's PC. Not politically correct. Not pick and choose. Not peachy cool. I don't know. Guys, why am I doing a podcast today? I should just delete the cheese. Holy cow. No, I, I collect guys for fun. But if I'm going to focus in on investing, then I can't be picking three to five guys from every franchise. I can't be going... Ooh, Devontae Graham's in a new setting. Maybe his cards will go off because he's with Zion. You know, I don't have time for Devontae Graham. I really don't. Unless unless you're a fan of Devontae Graham, you know, don't. I, I only have so much money to do this with, guys. I only have so much time. And you know what I started to realize as I went through? In fact, this is the little bit of research for future episodes of top 10 players top 10 buys in the offseason, top 10 players in each conference that I like as long-term buys and values. So I'm, I'm excited for some of these upcoming episodes with you. But it made me realize uh, the guys that I was drawn to aren't just players that, hey, last week I looked at some stats or last week I looked at some... It's been, you know, two, two years, more than two years that I have paid attention to certain players and some of them have fallen off my radar. Some of them have got only gotten better, only improved, or they're only in a, in a bigger role with their teams and they're maturing. One of the things that was important to look at 
right? If you want to focus on certain players, would be would be their age. So a player that has high upside who's 21 and a comparable player who's got high upside and he's 25, you know, maybe maybe you and I should look at the 21-year-old. Maybe we should focus on those guys that have a lot more uh, development, a lot more value because they are young. One of the reasons everybody loves Luca and Trey is not just because they're awesome players. It's because they're 22 years old. They're just little pups, little baby puppies in the NBA, right? Or little baby Hawks and little baby Mavericks, like 22 years old. It's insane. So I I looked at the breakdown of some of these. There's other guys I look at around the league. I'm like, wow, look at, and you've heard me say Karis LeVert. There There are other guys who, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, but you're looking at you're starting to look at guys in the 26, 27, 28 year old range, and and here they are, close to their primes. You know, do I want to put 50 bucks into a Julius Randle rookie card, or is it worth? Now I'd rather put 50 bucks towards a 21 year old Ja Morant, and I'm I'm leaning towards Ja. I'm leaning towards Trey. I'm doing it now because they're so cheap. The power of focus would mean that you learn the card market for John Morant rookies and Trey Morant rookies, and you see them go up and down, and you know which cards you want to buy into long-term. You know that your strategy might be, hey, instead of buying 10 different guys and 10 different cards, I'm going to buy 10 Trey Young rookies, Prism Raw, and I'm going to sit on them for three months. And by focusing on Trey Young and a high demand card like his prism where it is near rock bottom right now guys uh you have the flexibility then after buying 10 of those cards right to say as they go up i'm gonna keep eight and sell two i'm gonna grade two you know you you by zeroing in on players what i realized is that after after almost two years I feel the same way about Donovan Mitchell and Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Luka Doncic that I did a year and a half ago. Young, insanely young, awesome, max contract extension guys who are going to be around in the NBA making all-star teams for the next 10 years. That's where I want to put my money. You know, I can roll the dice and spend lots of money on other guys. I could... I could discuss with you, hey, who's your next guy? What do you think of Keldon Johnson? What do you think of, you know, Kobe White? And and in the meantime, we're, we're, we're looking at guys who are going to be Hall of Famers, right? If these, if these guys stay healthy, you're looking at a lot of young... Oh, my word. I just saw... <laughs> I got to tell you this. I just saw an accident waiting to happen, and this guy made a left turn out of line towards a police officer <laughs> trying to the police officer trying to cross the lane holy cow and guess whose lights went on right away the police guy just pulled him right over so hey what an exciting podcast we have today my point at this first part of basketball cards 101 is focus you know find less than 10 players can you do that nba fans can you find me 
Find you less than 10 players that you just want to get familiar with. That's what I did, and I actually sorted them into, okay, one or two goats, one or two superstars, one or two rising stars, and then two or three prospects, you know? Two or three prospects that I like more than the others. So if I'm looking at goats, I'm focusing in on goats. For me, that's LeBron, period. He's my Western Conference goat. I could go after Russell Westbrook. You know, we could talk about Anthony Davis. You could talk about all the goats, Chris Paul, blah, blah, blah. I just want to get familiar with LeBron James cards. That's the goat I'm picking in the West, right? And by focusing, I know better what's out there. I know better how to price comparison shop. I'm enjoying it more because I just like the guy more, period. And I also think he's a better investment. So there's a goat for you. How about a superstar? Focus in on a couple of superstars. You can't be, you know, messing around with, hey, there's there's 20 different guys you could say, well, this guy is going to be an all-star for the rest of his life. Bam Adebayo. Well, if you had to choose between Bam Adebayo cards or John Morant cards, who do you think is going to have more value and just more excite and hype and energy? Did I say excite? That's not even a word. But I would pick John Morant every time. It doesn't matter if if DeAndre Ayton has an awesome career in front of him. And he does. He's a young guy. But if card-wise, the values are going to be better if I just focus in on, you know, the other guy on his team, Devin Booker, or the guy in Utah, Donovan Mitchell. I, you know, I, I, why would I chase DeAndre Ayton's with my superstar investment when I could chase after just it's a guards league it's a scoring league it's a global highlight league on sports center you're going to find more value doesn't mean you can't make money in centers if you love centers go after it i'm not i'm not dissing you people i'm saying i had to focus and i just think there's more upside and more fun collecting guys that are fun to watch so as much as i'll be supporting evan mobley as a cavaliers fan you know maybe jalen green is always going to have more card value one pick ahead of him, but he's this guard that's just going to erupt and be a triple-double threat, you know, anytime he steps on the court, I'll take that guy. doesn't matter if Jarrett Allen makes eight all-star teams for the Cavs. If Darius Garland is more fun to watch, and he's 28 points and 10 assists a night for the rest of his career, I said 20 points. I didn't say 28. I didn't say 28. You guys, we need to go to a break. Guys, here's part of why I uh, picked this topic for um, Basketball Cards 101 here at Hoops and Cards. I, I have a uh, actual app that I use to help with my sports cards budget. And so uh, it's linked to a special savings account so that I'm not dipping into any family funds or any any important money. I mean, every money is important in different ways, but you get what I'm saying. I have, I have a, a uh, small account set aside for this for buying and selling cards. And that's been super helpful, but with my YNAB app, so it's YNAB is you need a budget, and you do. Uh, you don't have to, but I'm just telling you it helps. It's your life. You know, you know what I'm saying? I am, I am not trying to tell you what to do, okay? 
It is your life. And some of you got the vaccine. Some of you didn't. It's your life. You know, um, you, some of you use a budget for cards. Some of you don't. I, you know, I'm just, I'm just here to be a friendly podcast. Gary saying, I use a budget on the YNAB app. And I think there's a free version of it, but I'm able to create different line items, different categories. Okay. Jeez, car. I'm able to create different line items and say, Hey, I'm saving up for this card or, or that card, or I need to set aside money for whenever PSA decides they want to finish my grading submissions. <clears throat> PSA, if you're listening, well, I'm, I'm honored. Thank you for listening. First of all, but second of all, you know, hurry up. I don't know. <laughs> I budget some money set aside for when PSA does finish that stuff. And, uh, so that it's ready to be withdrawn. And I realized the last, I don't know, week and a half, I have made two impulse buys that were not previously budgeted goals or plans of mine. And I would do it all over again. So it's fun to be impulsive. It's good to have some money that you can do that with. And I did when uh, Eric Pascal or Pashal or whatever his name is got traded from Golden State to Utah. I thought that guy produces all the time when he plays. And I understand why long-term they wanted James Wiseman and long-term they didn't see a fit for him because they got Draymond Green back, you know? So I, I thought, man, this guy produced like crazy for Golden State. He was a rookie of the year candidate the previous year. I mean, okay, he was in the same year as Zion, so never really legit, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? John Morant, same time, but I don't know. All that to say, when he got dealt to the Jazz last week, I thought, huh, there's another 2019 Prism rookie guy who, if given the right setting and playing time possibility, I just see him taking some minutes from Rudy when they need a scorer on the wing and uh, want to give Rudy a break. It seemed like Rudy got exposed in the playoffs by a couple teams. If you remember seeing that, it was like, ooh. So so maybe they want Pashal, Pascal to play, give Rudy a break. And also, I think he's better in the post than Royce O'Neal or Bogdanovich. So I think he's a better rebounder than anybody else they'd have on the floor. They might play him at the four or five a lot next year. And Donovan Mitchell loves him. They are like best buddies played together on AAU teams. You probably saw some photos circulating. So I like went online and I said, I wonder if I can find an Eric Pascal silver prism PSA nine for a good deal. I went PSA nine because I didn't want to spend, I don't want to PSA 10 of a prospect that I don't know what it's going to, but all I have to say, I found one, a PSA nine silver guys, silver, silver <laughs> for 1999. And I said, buy it now, baby. Buy it now. Howard's blocked by Porter. He's off to the races. You got it, kid. Kevin Porter with his biggest offensive stop of the season. And Dallas calls a timeout. Man who catch fly with chopstick. Accomplish anything. This episode of Hoops and Cards is not brought to you by Old Carolina Barbecue, but I really love their barbecue, and I'm on the way to meet a friend there for lunch, so I thought I would just tell you about it. Oh, my word. I get the uh, make-your-own-bowl of barbecue goodness, and holy cow, I get their uh, 
I get it with pulled pork, mashed potatoes, onion straws, cheese. Got to have some cheddar cheese. Not too much, but just enough. You know what I'm saying? Barbecue sauce. And uh, that's all good. That's all fine. But I also add, they have this spicy vinegar stuff that is, whoo, that stuff will set you free. I love it. So there's spicy vinegar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Going to Old Carolina, meeting my buddy, uh, Caleb, who inspired me to start this podcast. And so uh, we all could thank Caleb. Caleb, you're the best, man. Thank you and Marvel Universe and all the Learner's Corner friends for giving me that extra nudge back in February or whenever it was. And uh, doing the old Carolina thing, guys. You know, I I was going to start this segment and tell you about how, hey, I got lucky, went on Target, and I'm a part of a Discord group that tells me when new stuff drops on Target.com. And I was able to buy some wax, and it wasn't basketball wax. Apparently, I was late to the party on that. Thanks a lot, iPhone with no notifications set up for that. But I'll try. They're supposed to be dropping some more. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't even be telling you because you're all going to go do it and be like, hey, thanks for the tip. So I shouldn't even have said Target.com. I should have said some un unidentified website that sells wax product at a retail. A retail. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it is Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. I opened some wax of uh, 2021 Chronicles football. And, uh, you know, I didn't plan on telling you guys this because it's sort of embarrassing. I, I enjoy football. I'm not, this is not a football card podcast. You knew that. But I'm all like, it is fun to, uh, it's fun to follow the game, number one. My son and I love football, number two. I was barely able to get any wax at retail price, so I jumped at the chance and bought a mega box of Chronicles 2021, uh, you know, Chronicles, what do you call it, draft? Draft picks? I don't know. Anyway, had all these different kinds, and I'm like, I just hope I get a Justin Fields or a Trevor Lawrence. Those are my two guys. So Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence. In the last pack that I opened, get this, the last pack I opened of this 12-pack mega <clears throat> I open the back and I see Fields and the Ohio State logo with an optic logo. And I'm like, cha to the ching, right? The one card that I really wanted, I was hoping for silver. It wasn't. But then we flipped it over. Like, dude, you flipped it over. And it was so off-centered. I mean, there was like, uh, look like an inch of border at the bottom and no border at the top. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Of all the cards in this box that I wanted, Justin Fields optic, it looks silver, but it's not a hollow, not a silver, you know. And, and it was so off-centered. Like, you might as well have said Austin Eels, you know. Um, I was just bummed. So one of the things <laughs> with that was it was still a fun rip. I still like having the card, all that. But I... Uh, it made me realize, guys, I, there there is something about focusing your card buying on the cards you want in the condition that you want and being able to see them in person or identify them online and say, I want that card. I've been waiting for that player or that card at that price. So fortunately, just the Justin Fields is for the PC. But a lot of the guys we talk about here on Hoops and Cards, Basketball Cards 101, like I'm investing in players like Darius Garland. I'm investing in Jaron Jackson, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, Jay <laughs> Morant. It is Monday. Happy Monday. Focus your buying on guys you like.
Zion to his strong side. He's hey, going to the line. And he's a foul that never went out. Yay! So basketball cards 101, if you're going to have a strategy, a plan that, that really is tied to, in some ways, a budget, here's, here's some thoughts that... Uh, that I'm keeping in mind right now as I, you know, I have two card shows more this month and just <laughs> an awareness every day, I think, of uh, players. I mean, because I'm, I'm think about it. Each one of us has our different approach to cards. I'm also doing a podcast here <laughs> where I'm like, I think about you guys. I think about the NBA more because of this. And I think about what players am I going to discuss or what cards are worth rec- recommending? Or is there even a time where I say, Hey guys, um, I wouldn't buy anything right now, and uh, and so I I think about this. Um, I got two budget thoughts for you, okay? Two strategic thoughts. Here's one area of my budget where I would say I am always on the lookout for a great deal uh, under twenty dollars. I'd mentioned the Eric Paschal Pascal. Whatever he wants me to call him, Eric. If you're Eric, if you're out there in in Utah, tell me what to call you. Give me a shout out, um, or if any of your fans care so much about it. But anyway, I I'm glad I had some money set aside, and I I usually take at least twenty in cash to a card show because I want to go through those dollar boxes. As you know, previous episodes, dude, uh, you can find some great cards, and I I bought some cards two or three weeks ago that I, I could flip right now and make some money. Or I could say, you know what? I just want to keep that card for till NBA season, at least maybe till that guy becomes a starter or has a big night. I don't know. Have some money, create a line item in your YNAB budget or in your wallet or something where you're like, I'm going to look at the bargain boxes 50 cents, a dollar, two dollars, three, five, whatever. Be ready to jump on those guys right now. Actually, now go do it. Pause the podcast. Go jump into some guy's dollar, two dollar box. Pull out as many DeAndre Ayton or Colin Sexton, Don Russ, or Tyrese Maxey. There's so many good deals inside those cheap boxes right now. And so I, I, that's part of my strategy. No matter what's going on, I, I want to be able to. Plus, that's fun for me. If, if you don't like doing that, then don't do it. Just fast forward to my second recommendation. Uh, target the next big card that you want. Target the next big card. I mean, I, I went for a while like a lot of you when it was last year and everything was going up and it didn't matter who's you know, 2019 prism base rookie you had. It was, it was a hot card of a young player. That's going to be boy. Darius Basley is going to be like all of a sudden his cards are 20 bucks, 30 bucks. Now they're what two ball ball, Taylor Horton, Tucker, Keldon Johnson, Rui Hachimura. So like a gazillion names more than could actually ever pan out. We're going up from one rookie class and you know, sometimes you can find real deals on those. Other times I just need to say, hey, um, I'm setting aside some money to go after a card that's actually 100, 150, 200, maybe 250. 
And so in my budget right now, I've got, I've got two cards that I really want to get in the next month. They're, they're like goals for me. And hear me out. Like at any moment, if I wanted to, uh, sell another card and buy these cards, I would, but I don't have other cards at this level right now that I want to part with. What I, what I'm talking about is the, really the Trey Young silver prism. And whether that's a PSA nine or raw, I'm looking for one. And those are going, you know, between 175 and $350. That's a big range. I know. I know. I hope they go down a little bit more, but for me to set aside a couple hundred bucks like that, it's not as easy, obviously, as it is when it's five or 10 or 20. So I've got to, I've got to target that card and I've got to say, all right, I'm going to put some money in or I'm going to make a, a trade and get more money. And once I get that money, I'm going to go buy that card. There's a couple other cards that I need to aim higher and think of Giannis rookie in a PSA nine, uh, hoops or, and I'm choosing these cards because I think they're low priced now and they'll be higher priced in November for sure. People Shea Gilgis, Alexander silver rookie, whether it's a PSA nine or PSA 10, that is the card I want in the off season. And so I've, I've said no right now to about eight cards in the $50 range that I like. Yeah, Darius Garland, courtside select. I'm looking at, I, I see these cards and I'm like, no, no, no. I have enough cards in that 30 to $60 range. I need to save up and focus on getting, like leveling up. So this is part of the strategy here. Part of the budgeting is to say, maybe there's a card right now that you can't afford. But if you put away a little bit each month from your basketball card sales or just from your own budget that you're, you have for these cards. And you're saying, I want this card. That's three, four, $500. Make that a goal. Make that one that, Hey, by, by the beginning of the next basketball season, I am getting a Donovan Mitchell silver prism rookie, or I'm getting a Kevin Porter jr. RPA national treasures number to 99 have a card and please don't make it just the base of anything. Like if you're gonna make it a goal, make it a, a something special, an auto, a numbered card, a patch, a silver, some a, a cool insert, something that is worth doing this for. I learned this lesson the hard way. Sp- overspent on a few uh, base rookie cards and now they're not worth what I paid for them. But if I had bought the same card in a parallel or a numbered or an auto, they would have retained more value doesn't mean I'm totally avoiding base. It just means I'm not willing to pay unless I find an absolute steal for base cards. Okay. So, and sometimes that means you are looking, you know, you've got a card in mind that you want. And by the way, this helps you focus and and this kind of strategy helps you save up for getting great cards that are hard to, to part with. If you don't love it, don't buy it. Or if it doesn't help you scale up, I think some of the cards I have that I don't love I'm using them to sell when their value is higher to get more money to buy cards that I do love. Don't mean to shout at you. It's just Monday. It's how I roll. Monday shouts about focus and strategy and budget from here in Northeast Ohio. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I've got cards on my, my hit list. Um, I'm happy with the LeBron Marvels insert I got of this year. You know, I got that a few weeks ago. I love it. I'd love to get it graded. But hey... 
I'd rather have the one from the previous year. And that's going to take some more savings, some more planning, some more, maybe a combination of, Hey, I've got eight cards. I like I'll, I'll sell them all. If I could get a card, I love sometimes those cards you love, the chances are somebody else loves them too. And a lot of people will. And those, those card values go up faster and stay up longer. If you know what I'm saying? So there's, there's that strategy, focus, budget, narrow in on a few players, not 50, not every rookie class and every rated rookie, not every like get the guys you like. Some might be just because you like them and some might be, you see that as a good investment. I don't like Marvin Bagley, the third, excuse me, but I think his cards are at rock bottom right now. And, uh, would I buy a Marvin Bagley card? Yes. Yes. So find guys that you think that that's just too good of a deal to pass up. I'm buying that player or I enjoy that player. And I think his, his star is on the rise and then focus in on certain cards that you'll save for target for and budget for my budget. Just so you know, the breakdown is I have budget for, like I said, what I'm, what I need to pay PSA when they get around to it what I might need for uh, shipping or supplies if I'm going to sell cards. That includes like top loaders and sleeves and boxes. Like, do you need money for supplies? Do you need money for tape, envelopes, all that stuff? Card saver ones. And then also money for mm, wax. Money for future single card purchases money that you're saving till a certain product comes out and you're like, I want to get early. I want to get some early hits on that, uh, mosaic from this year's NBA. I don't know what you're after. My, my point is go to work, put in some work now in the off season, think it through. Maybe work is just takes you like 10 minutes there. I like these guys. I like these cards. I'm going to stick to it. Stick to it. People. You can't control a lot of things about this hobby. I can't control when when an injury is going to happen or when a card's going to get graded or how much people are going to charge me for it. What I can control is my plan and have some backups in mind, right? And what I do with my money, like I've told you, I set up a separate uh, checking account with a debit card now for, for just for card money. It doesn't have a lot of money in it. If I told you how much was in it, you'd probably laugh, but it helps me focus my budget. And it helps our family, helps me know what kind of what I've got to to invest and play with and and when to add to it from other sales. So that's extremely helpful. What has helped you? You are the Hoops and Cards Nation Globe follower fan base. Case you didn't know, (laughs) it is awesome to have so many of you reach out to me direct messaging. Please do it. Who are you looking at in the off season? What are you budgeting for in the offseason? Message me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram and Hoops and Cards Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I did this before on previous podcasts, but if you send me a message, I will go ahead and mail you a free card. And let's make it a good one. I'll mail you a free rookie card from the 2019 class. And, and I'm telling you, it won't be something to sneeze at. Although some of you would sneeze at every card and it would just be an absolute mess. I'm just saying a prospect that you'll be glad you got a free one. And maybe in two years, you'll be gladder 
Gladder is not even a word, but maybe it will be in two years. Hey everybody, that's a wrap on Hoops and Cards, Basketball Cards 101. I'm not going to tell you what to focus on, but you could decide and you'll be glad you did. I'm not going to give you a strategy. I gave you some ingredients. You can make your own salsa. If you want chunky, go for it. If you want to throw in some Tabasco, I don't blame you. I like Tabasco in my salsa. I like Tabasco and ranch dressing in my salsa, if you know what I'm saying. So there's that. Uh, I forget what I was talking about. I get talking about food and I'm like, oh, Tabasco. Mm -mm -mm. Focus, strategy, budget. So you have a limited amount of resources. Maybe you're like Golden's Auctions and you got a bazillion dollars or you're Nat Turner and you're like an angel investor. I don't know. I'm not one of them. I just got a limited amount of money that little bit of snowball that I've made from buying and selling cards and I like seeing it get get bigger and I like focusing on uh, growing that that uh, little is it a nest egg really if it's if it's just for cards and I guess it's it's a it's some sort of an egg and I like seeing it grow how's that is that good your basketball card egg that's what this was all about basketball card 101 you can do this guys uh, good days are ahead for the hobby and you'll want to be a part of it this is the time to buy cards. Buy basketball. But Gary, everybody's talking about football and Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. Buy NBA cards right now. But Gary, Juan Soto just hit three home runs in two innings. Buy basketball cards. But but the Olympics just happened and Messi just signed with PSG and but but guys, nobody's talking about the NBA right now. Nobody nobody else is talking about Jamal Murray. That means he's a deal. Right? But but Spencer Dinwiddie just signed with a, Okay. Just because a guy's in the headlines doesn't mean that you gotta buy him. Focus on who you want, right? Think about how young some of these dudes are. Darius, how young are you? Exactly. Darius Garland has the potential to be a ten-time all-star. And I'll be the podcaster who told you about it back in August of 2021. This has been Gary, your host with Hoops and Cards, signing off. See you in a couple days or less. Peace. Great ball rotation. Middleton. Giannis downhill. Slams it home. And the Bucks lead by three.